0: You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. Assalamu alaykum, and welcome back to Muslims for Humanity. Thank you for joining in. Now, this week, we're going to be talking about our women's transitional homes throughout the United States. Today, we're going to be speaking to Sister Melica McDonald. She is ICNA Relief's Director of Women's Shelters and Transitional Homes. So she'll be joining us via Skype. We'll be talking to her a little bit about the program and also about what it has to offer to women in need. So guys, stick around and stay tuned. We will be back right after this break. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. Assalamu alaikum everybody and welcome back to Muslims for Humanity. Now today we are joined by Sister Malika McDonald on Skype. She is the Director of Women's Transitional Homes and Shelters for ICNA Relief USA. Thank you so much for joining us Sister Malika. Now the first question that I have right now is what is the Transitional Home Program and what does it entail?
1: Well very thankful to be here and in this position to be able to talk about ICNA Relief's Transitional Housing Network. Alhamdulillah. We opened our first facility in Jamaica, New York in 2006 because of an expressed need from the community and just seeing so many women becoming homeless in New York City. So the program is designed to meet the unique and special needs of Muslim women, Um, Muslim women and children who may have become homeless, oftentimes by no fault of their own. And the program is designed to preserve their dignity and allow them the opportunity to work on themselves, self-development, and oftentimes healing, healing from past trauma. And we work with them to give them the tools that they need to be able to become self-sufficient in the shortest time possible, inshallah. But there is such a need. We receive requests from all over the country, from almost every major city. Can icna Relief come and open a transitional housing facility in their community? We are constantly here in Boston, Massachusetts, at the Amal Women's Center. Since we opened, by the second week we were full, and we've been keeping a waiting list ever since there's such a great need for shelter for
0: Muslim women and children of course of course so the success rate for the ladies that come into the transitional home in your experience how successful have they been once they graduate the program and go on to you know getting back on their feet and starting their life
1: well one of the unique features of it Relief transitional housing is just that it's transitional housing so we're not an emergency shelter oftentimes emergency shelters allow women 30 to 90 days and then they have to move on. which makes it very difficult for them to gain self-sufficiency. So Icon Relief works with the women on a longer period of time, giving them an opportunity to seek employment, to get a higher education or job training so that they can secure a living wage and also apply for affordable housing opportunities. So we find that the majority of the women when they do leave an Icon Relief facility oftentimes are going into their own affordable permanent stable housing alhamdulillah and not recycling back
0: into another shelter so is the home just for muslim sisters or can anyone come and apply to be a part of the transitional housing program The transitional housing
1: facilities are targeted towards Muslim women. Although we provide housing for anyone that is in need, we feel this is our responsibilities as Muslims, especially here in America, and contributing and giving back to society. We have an obligation to serve anyone that comes to our doorstep. So Alhamdulillah, we find that the non-Muslim or women of other faiths that come to our facilities truly enjoy their time here because they find it to be a safe, clean environment that they don't often find in public shelters. We have Muslim women who have come here from public shelters and say that there's nothing that compares to an Ichna relief facility in terms of safety, cleanliness, and then just not being exposed to some of the things that go along with public shelters due to funding cuts in the government. We find in public shelters, there's a lot of people who suffer from addiction, whether it's drugs or alcohol, but also a huge increase in people with mental health issues. So many of the public shelters are just not a safe environment for any woman, let alone a Muslim woman. So we really feel, alhamdulillah,
0: that through our program, we We are making a difference in the lives of the women that we serve. So if there's anybody interested in opening a women's transitional home or shelter through ICNA Relief, how would you guide them and what would the first steps be? Well,
1: everyone has good intentions in wanting to open a transitional home, but there's a lot that's entailed in that. Working with the city and permits and insurance and also just the program itself of operating the facility, it's more than just opening a door to a house. So they should reach out to Ipn Relief USA and ask for training or consulting in their own community so that we can go through the steps. And if there's support in the community, I really do
0: encourage others to look into having ICNA Relief come and partner with you. All right, Sister Malika, so I just wanted to ask about the needs of the Transitional Housing Program. Right now at the moment, what do you think are the challenges and the struggles that the program is facing right now?
1: I find often people do not understand the need for transitional housing, especially for Muslim women, and we struggle often to get the message out that this is a program of a unique need but also very, very important in this day and time in our community. Many Muslim women who have experienced domestic abuse or trauma in their past find it extremely difficult in this economy here in the United States to provide for themselves and to provide for their children. And we struggle to keep the doors open um, with funding because once a facility has, been purchased and set up and we've had the grand opening. People forget often that we have light bills, gas bills, (laughs) um, as well as just the everyday maintenance of our facilities. And more importantly, the services that we have in place to be able to assist these women in their journey towards self-sufficiency. So we have counselors and case managers and the site directors, all of which are very important to the program.
0: However, very difficult to fund. Of course it can be difficult to keep something up and running. So for all you listeners, if you're interested in donating to our women's transitional home, um, you can go onto our website, www.ichnarelief.org, go onto the donate page and just select women's transitional homes, um, and you can just donate there. Let's give back to our sisters that have been through so much and just need to get back on their feet, inshallah. Thank you so much, Sister Melika McDonald, the director of ICHNA Relief USA's Women's Transitional Housing Program, We are honored to have you on our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and letting us know more about the transitional housing programs throughout the United States. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. Do you need a place to stay? Well, we're here to help. At ICNA Relief Muslim Family Services, we offer a women's transitional home to help you get back on your feet. It's a safe space for single women looking to empower themselves through counseling services, job referrals, skills enrichment courses, and more. For more information, give us a call at 313-366-6800 or email us at office at mfs.icnarelief.org. You are not alone, and we're here to help. ICNA Relief has 14 transitional homes across the United States. We recently had a sister share her testimonial with us from our Kansas City home in Missouri. Have a listen.
2: Assalamu alaikum. I would like to take a moment and talk about my my stay in the ICNA Women's Shelter in Kansas City. Um, It was a, a wonderful, positive experience for my children and I. Um, I had been dealing with some financial distress for a a year or so, and and no matter how hard I tried, I wasn't able to attain stability. Um, We ended up going home to home, and none of which were very Islamically friendly. When you're homeless, you don't have that many options, and sometimes you just have to accept living conditions that you wouldn't accept under normal circumstances. Um, I found myself living in situations where alcohol and drugs were around my children, and I... Um, there were improper male and female interactions, and just dealing with negativity pertaining to my religious beliefs. Um, we needed a safe place to stay in, and the ifna shelter provided that. The staff was very welcoming, and they facilitated our move-in, and they did everything they could to make our transition very comfortable.
0: We had our own beds
2: to sleep in, we had clean bathrooms and food to eat, all while adhering to Islamic standards. Um, the other residents staying there were also wonderful. We each had our own unique struggles, and many of us shared the same religious beliefs. Um, even the non-Muslim residents were very Islamically friendly. It was a wonderful shared living experience. Um, shortly after my arrival, we had meetings to discuss goals and, and ways to achieve the goals that we had set, and we talked about things like my income and how much I needed to save from each paycheck, uh, the cost of living in different areas, to transportation costs, food, things like that. And I was also informed of programs to, um, that were available to help people such as myself. Um, my stay in the shelter was approximately four months and in those four months I was able to get a working vehicle and I got a job and I was able to save enough money to move out on my own. The ICNA shelter was a lifesaver. And without their assistance, my children and I
0: may very well be living on the streets right now. We thank you so much for joining in and listening today. And inshallah, have a blessed week. Until next time, assalamu alaikum. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. Don't forget to follow our Instagram and Facebook page at Ichna Relief for exciting news and updates as well as upcoming events. If you would like to donate to Ichna Relief or to any of our programs, please visit www.icnarelief.org and click on Donate. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity.